All righty. It's time for Plan of the Week on Real World Gardener. On the line, I've got horticulturalist and native plant aficionado, Adriana Malley. How are you today, Adrian? Oh, I like aficionado. I think that probably describes me best, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly good. Anyway, we're continuing to talk about bush tucker plants. And today it's salt bush, which a lot of people might have seen but not realised that you could eat it. And scientifically, it's a triplex numularia. Because numularia means it looks like the shape of a coin. That's the leaves. And a triplex is just uh, a plant used as a substitute for spinach. Uh, I think the botanists were taking a bit of license there. I look at the leaf and go, "Mm, doesn't look like any coins in my wallet, but I'm prepared to run with it. Oh, gosh, yeah. Old man saltbush. I've always known it as old man saltbush. Um, and it's it's maybe not an iconic Australian plant, but perhaps it deserves to be up there with others. Uh, it is a plant of, of inland Australia and it distributed, you know, WA, South Australia, Northern Territory, New South Wales, Queensland, Victoria. Um, so all the mainland states. I, I, I don't think it's in the ACT, um, but... All mainland states besides the ACT. So again, we're talking really wide distribution and a plant of of arid country. So it's it's tough. And of the salt bushes, Atriplex um, is quite a few of them. I've got it growing in my front garden. Um, it's the biggest, so it can get to you know two and a half, three meters high by sort of two two and a half to four meters wide so it's it can be big um and it's it's it grows in poor country and poor soils quite happily and low rainfall we're talking marginal country you know 350 400 mil of, of rainfall so quite arid um and and i i just quietly go you good thing it's it's tough as and um and and widely distributed, so it's it's a it's a win win win. I like it has sort of grey green foliage, which is what, what I what I find most. The, the flowers of Atriplex are insignificant, but the foliage is that typical grey green colour that I I'm so keen on in a lot of plants. Did you know that they have separate male and female bushes? So the male flowers occur on one plant, and the female flowers on another plant. So you need, so, like an almond, you need to have a, a, a cross-pollinate is what you're saying to me. Yeah, you do. I guess the only way to tell is that the female flowers are in dense clusters and the male flowers are like globules at the ends of branches. Yeah, oh. I'm looking at the flowers and it kind of reminds me a uh, particular weed I grew up with in the farm. But... The, by the by, you know, mm. I, I see the flowers that you're talking about, Marianne. I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember which part of it you eat. I guess it's the leaves. It's the yeah. We're, we're supposed to be talking bush tucker, so um, you eat the leaves. Farmers, it's a fodder plant, and so I remember. And I was saying to you just before we went on air that I'm more interested in in the sheep. Um, it was a thing on Landline quite a few years ago now, where this farmer was was having his sheep graze exclusively on saltbush 
because it imparted a nice flavour on the meat. And I'm going, mm, I like the sound of that. But um, so I'm I'm one st- one step removed from eating the leaf. I want to eat the lamb that's eating the leaf. But but you eat the leaf, and it's a kind of a spinach substitute. I think you would you agree, Marianne? Yeah, that's what I've read. But what you could do is wrap the leaves around fish or meat, and you could, or you could dry it and use it as a herb. Ah, yeah, because the leaves are salty in flavour. Apparently, they're rich in protein as well as uh, a few other things. I'm going to try some of the leaves of my one out the front and see if I can't use it as a as use, a herb. Yeah, why not? You could use um, it as stuffing for something like stuffing your chicken or something as a herb <laughs> in, instead of say thyme. You could try that. Hey, look, in, in lockdown, I'm prepared to try anything <laughs> to keep me busy, Marianne. <laughs> right. So, look, that's interesting what you're saying about, you know, wrapping fish in it. I hadn't thought of that, but that's – the leaves are fairly small, so you'd need you'd need a fair you, – you'd need no. to be patient, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You'd need to, like, spread them on some baking paper and maybe dip the fish in something to make the leaves stick to the – to, yeah, to the leaves, yeah. That's an alternative, I guess, if you wanted to do that. Otherwise, you probably could just better off stuffing the leaves into the into the fish as, as you would with the chicken as well, and that would give it a bit of a salty flavour. And if you're going to grow it, um, you've heard what I've said about where it grows, mm. it will tolerate full sun. Um, and because it grows in sandy country, it wants good drainage. So... You know, maybe you could try it in a pot as well. I think it'd be quite happy, you know, in a in a good native potting mix that it is free draining, but full sun because um, they're tough as. And and if you, as I've been doing with the ones, mine have only been in the ground out the front for about twelve months. I I prune it lightly, fairly regularly, so it doesn't get leggy because they can well. In, in my experience, they can get a little leggy, so you just want to keep them compact um, by regular tip pruning. I was just about to ask you about the pruning, but that's good uh, because I would imagine it would grow into a rather large bush and if you want to control it to some degree, that's the best thing to do is to keep pruning it so that it makes a nice shape and looks good in the garden. Or have sheep graze on it and give me a lamb roast. (laughs) There we have it. That's the old man's salt bush. And once again, Adrian, it's been lovely chatting with you on Real World Gardener. You too, Marianne. Bye.